Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You and what time is it? Uh, well, it's actually just gone 11 o'clock, my friend. Um, so it's been about five minutes since there's been some game industry BS. Good, because oh, we've got a so bit of a story that. to throw in here, because you can't go longer than, uh, let's say, in reality, even in reality, three months before some ridiculous CEO Impossible. passes the baton of BS between themselves to uh, claim the crown of ridiculousness. And I should also say I'm Scott Taylor, but this is you and Patterson oh. right here. Um, because Unity, which is the popular game platform, the game engine, have announced that they want to start charging developers for installs. Unity is a hugely popular, malleable game engine used in everything from Pokemon Go to Ori and the Blind Forest, Cuphead, Fall Guys, etc. And likely because of that popularity in the modern day, Unity would like to introduce a runtime fee so that every time you install any game that uses the Unity game engine, the developer gets charged. Now, this has led to a huge backlash across the last couple of nights. Unity has dove in there going like, oh, you know, this is what we're actually going to be doing. Trying to sort of... Um, what's the opposite of fanning the flames? Cupping the flames? Uh, yeah, controlling the flames. Controlling the flames. Yeah. Keeping the flames to themselves. Like Pyro and the X-Men. Yes, yeah, if only they could to try and fully uh, get them back under control. Um, so initially, they were going to charge developers after every installation, but like I said, following the huge backlash um, across the last 30 or so hours, Unity have now said they won't charge developers multiple times for the same game's installation, but they are still planning on charging for the first. This, if it goes through, would have a huge impact on financing games across the board. As Unity have said, they would also charge platform holders like Xbox and Sony directly and um, for the likes of Game Pass, PlayStation Plus um, for when games are on subscription models um, and the installation happens through there as well. Unity's stock has tanked. Um, it's currently recovered but it's still half what it was before all this stuff got announced and we do have lots of um, quotes from developers, from industry people, etc. Thoughts on this stuff, you? Uh, it's just incredible really that <laughs> this man said this with this whole breath. This was an idea that they had that were like, yeah, this is a good idea. We're going to make it so that each time a game gets installed, uh, we'll charge them and then also it'll be for each inst it won't even be like per user it'll literally be you could delete and then reinstall the game over and over again mm -hmm. and then the developers would suffer for it it is just the most mind-boggling how can we make more money from an already profitable venture mm -hmm. in the most stupid way ever it's just, it, it's bafflingly terrible leadership, and I can't believe stuff like this keeps happening. I'll tell you I'm what. losing my grip, man. I will, like, I, I almost give it to them for like ingenuity. Like, I would never have seen this coming. Like, it's weird that they always find a way. Like, I made the joke when we opened the news that there's always something, there's always some additional wrinkle to, you know, and it's um, additional monetization wrinkle to the way that we all do business. Unity's business was ticking over fine. Like, you know, Unity a perfectly and. good engine. A perfectly good engine. Unreal Engine, obviously, one of their major competitors that like you talk about popular game engines overall. Unity's 
not had a bad word said about them in as long as I can remember. Um, and it's just one of those things where, like I said, almost points for ingenuity that you find a way of tagging an additional fee on what if we charged people and um, the developers for when people actually play their games. Like, it's almost diabolically put your fingers together, you know, evil levels it's of their thoughts. proper Acme boardroom. Yeah. Like, you know, have you ever seen Looney Tunes back in action when Steve Martin is, like, cackling at the next evil scheme? <laughs> uh, those who know, they know. It very much feels like we're in that era of industry right mm -hmm. now. And in general, across the way that the current, you know, uh, financial global situation is unfurling, mm -hmm. where it just feels like loads of different companies are looking for hilarious little excuses to disingenuously, you know, charge extra, and then they get, like, a 300% rise in their profits. You all know it's stupid. This stuff keeps happening. And I, again, before this happened, I just thought of, oh, Unity, never really crossed my mind. It's, like, just, a, it's, a, it's, a engine. it's just an engine. It works. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you just <laughs> let it keep working. When I think of Unity, I'm, I'm seeing the, the buggy face of the Assassin's Creed Unity man <laughs> staring right back at me. They're now interlocked, so irrevocably that damaged. might be our thumbnail. We'll, uh, we'll see whatever goes live, because that's a perfect, uh, <laughs> perfect association. Um, so like I said, we have various developers and industry people weighing in on this. Um, Call of the Lamb developer Massive Monster have threatened to delete their game entirely um, over the changes. They said they, um, they tweeted we'll out... We'll do it! We'll, we'll do it! <laughs> Don't make me kill my boy! <laughs> Uh, but that's what they are happy to do. Um, whether or not this was a joke, but they did tweet out saying, buy Cult of the Lamb now because we're deleting it January 1st. And they've done an update in general just saying that the various changes to the monetization model isn't something that they want to stand with. Um, and like I said, various other developers have weighed in. Um, the Game Awards, Jeff Keighley said this whole thing is a joke, um, even though obviously he's in charge of um, Summer Game Fest, Opening Night Live, the Game Awards, obviously various games, various sponsorship deals that are linked with Unity and using Unity. But I like the fact that even he's weighing in going, this is ridiculous. Um, the Dorito Pope himself. And so, um, also, Slay the Spire developers Megacrit, um, they've said that this change is a violation of trust, and although they've spent two years developing their next game, they will be migrating to another engine if the changes aren't completely reversed. Um, they said, we've never made a public statement before, this is how badly you effed up. Um, Agro Crab, which are the devs that make or are making um, another crab's treasure, which is the the crab crab like crab souls like big, big day in the crab community, <laughs> huge day in the crustacean community. Um, but yeah, if uh, they've said that if this continues, that they will also be looking to change their engine, and um, which isn't something they want to do because of the massive financial cost and the amount of time invested in the development uh, development itself. Um, they apparently have since spoken to Unity. This whole thing is unfailing as we talk about it. Um, but they said they got on the phone to Unity and didn't come away with renewed trust in Unity or in the policy, but they do think, and they said they think it's still total ass, um, but they do say that allegedly a lot of real answers are coming to a lot of speculation and misinformation and that those things are on the way. Um, there is still even more to this, but um, still, the general sort of thoughts on trying to get a game off the ground and then being charged when anyone responds to it is ludicrous. Yeah, especially for like these indie developers who, you know, they're not the big boys in the industry. They depend on like stuff like Unreal and you know, yeah. accessible software that they can use to build these games. Mm -hmm. And it is just another, another little punch in the old stomach for these guys. And it's just kind of really ridiculous. It's, it, I feel sorry for, for, for Agro Crab. I yes. feel sorry for them all. Cause it's like, you've spent this long in a game developing it. And now you're being hit with a charge that is completely unfair and unnecessary. Mm -hmm. It's just pure greed. I feel sorry for a lot of the, like you said, indie devs or any developer who's been working on something for multiple years, you have agreements in place. And then from the top down, you get told that this monetization practice is gonna be put in to your game. And like, um, like at the minute, one of the things that seems to be doing the rounds that Unity are trying to clear up is how many times they would charge for an installation. And um, one of the immediate things um, was that idea of someone downloading a game, deleting it, reinstalling it, almost like a review 
new bombing approach to bankrupt that developer. They've said that couldn't happen. Just one um, little random guy in his room. Just determined. <laughs> <laughs> just determined to bankrupt uh, some developer that they hate. And they've said that won't happen, but they are still committing right now, as we're recording this, um, to charging per install, which, like I said, points for ingenuity. But it's one of those things where I just kind of laugh at how stupid the game industry is because I feel like even this year, we've had Square Enix doubling down on NFTs. But yeah, I feel like overall, you get these instances every sort of few months where some CEO steps out there and says, this is the change, this is the future for the industry, and everyone's going to respect what we're doing. Um, and they put their value directly on the line in a consumer market, and it never, ever works. Um, the things that bend the industry, that bend the, the trends and everything, nearly always have happen um, at random. They always kind of happen. They come out of nowhere. They're random things. If you plan for it, it doesn't work. It just it reminds me of Square Enix's CEO saying that NFTs were the future. It just reminds me of all these various <laughs> live service bets. Sony going all in on live service stuff and mobile games. It ain't gonna work. It's not working. Oh God. That's the first time I even the, the, the letters NFT have come to my brain in like a year. It's just, it's, it NFT definitely discourse. speaks to me as like inexperience and unfamiliarity with the actual industry. It's people mm. being brought in who have business acumen, who want to business the business to the nth degree and then end up hurting the business. It's, yeah, that's One a thing lot I, of words. That's just, well, the thing is, like, all they are thinking of is business. It's very much just look at these systems that are working and where can we tag on a little additional fees and try and make those things work. I am curious how much this has a knock-on effect on the PlayStation Pluses, the Game Passes, the various subscription services that are doing the rounds because we're seeing price hikes for them anyway. PlayStation Plus and Game Pass um, are going up in the next sort of month or so. And if they then have to, you know, have a monthly fee that covers the installation fee as well, then either they'll shoulder that, but maybe that Microsoft, Sony, whatever, just shoulder that entirely. But if somehow this goes through, that would assumedly only lead to more price hikes unless they already knew, and that's why the price hike is existing in the first place. For me, the subscription model just isn't that viable as a replacement for the unit cost model. I would rather we go back to transactional models anyway than trying to make the monthly model sustainable. Yeah, I just like to buy a game and own it and have it. And yeah. That's the fun little time. That's yeah. a really novel concept, I know, but like, <laughs> you know, games used to come in discs and you could put them in and you know You're talking crazy you and <laughs> but let us know what you think down in the comments below check this video out right here i'll put a nice little thing here for just you because i've been scott from whatculture.com and i've been you and from whatculture.com we'll catch you next time bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.